0: Welcome to Luke 21 Radio, a broadcast explaining biblical prophecy in the tradition of St. Augustine. And now, from Greenville, South Carolina, here's your host, Steve Wood. Hello, this is Steve Wood, and welcome to Luke 21 Radio. We're continuing our studies in the book of Daniel, and today we're in chapter 7. The title of today's episode is a question. Guess... Who is sitting in the throne room of the universe. Daniel chapter 7 is one of the chief passages of the Old Testament for answering questions about biblical prophecy. I can't overestimate the importance of it. In this episode, we're going to concentrate on the throne room dream vision that Daniel experienced, and it says Daniel had a dream, but at least five times in the chapter, he says, I looked, I saw, I looked, I saw. In other words, it was a vision experience that he had while he slept. And I'm mentioning that this is in the throne room of God, and we're going to read a couple of verses and try to point out some really important things just right up front. Daniel chapter seven, starting in verse nine. I'm just gonna select about a half dozen verses in the chapter today. And as I looked, again, a dream vision, thrones were placed. Notice that is plural. That's really important to answer our question as guess who's sitting on the throne room of the universe. Thrones, plural, were placed, and one that the Ancient of Days took his seat, And it says, his throne was fiery flames, its wheels were burning fire. So there were thrones, plural, and throne, singular, the ancient of days, uh, God the Father, and pretty uh, incredible vision here, a stream of fire issued and came forth from before him, and a thousand thousand served him, ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The court sat in judgment, and the books were opened. The court. God is the sovereign king of the universe. That's what we're seeing in Book of Revelation, Book of Daniel, all through the Bible, in fact. God is the sovereign king, yet this king has chosen to rule through a divine council. It's this court. God is on his throne, and within his court are thrones. In other words, this is a royal court where God has chosen to allow others to participate with him in ruling the universe. Okay? Now, this isn't the only place in the Bible where we find this. In Revelation chapter 4, Isaiah chapter 6, Ezekiel chapter 1, we also have visions of this throne room. I'll just read a little bit from Revelation chapter 4. It's when St. John in the New Testament gets a vision of this same throne room. At once I was in the Spirit and a throne stood in heaven and one seated on the throne. Round the throne were 24 thrones. So in other words, we have a singular throne. We're the sovereign king of the universe, but we have multiple thrones in the court or the royal council, the divine council. And In Revelation four, it speaks of throne, 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 throne. It's trying to emphasize that this is where the world is governed, even though evil seems to be just out of control and ruling everything. And in in reality, it's fully under control of the one seated on the throne. Let's try to make the connection between Daniel chapter seven, okay, and the New Testament. Because in Daniel chapter 7, verses 13 and 14, we find the coronation of the Messiah, Jesus Christ, uh, upon his ascension into heaven. But I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, okay? I'm just gonna try to get your imagination going. So take out your smartphone and we're gonna make a video. It's gonna be a, two scenes in the video. And the first scene we're going to shoot with our smartphones is from Acts chapter 1. Uh, The disciples are with Jesus. It's now 40 days after his resurrection, and he's about to depart. In Acts chapter 1 and verse 6, this is what you're going to be filming. When they come together, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? You know, they basically wanted to go backwards. Come on, let's relive the glory days of the great Jewish kingdom in the Old Testament. Not realizing that was just a prefiguring of a greater kingdom to come when the Messiah came to earth. But in any case, are you going to restore the kingdom to Israel? Jesus said to them, it is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father has fixed by his own authority. In other words, you don't put dates on biblical prophecy. Verse 8, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem, all Judea, Samaria, to the ends of the earth. You see, they were hoping to go back and have this great kingdom in Israel, and he's saying, no, go forward to the ends of the earth, because that is going to be the extent of the kingdom. And when Jesus had said this, okay, he's talking about a universal worldwide kingdom. As they were looking on, he was lifted up and a cloud took him out of sight. Hit the red button, stop the video. That's scene one of our two-part video that we're going to shoot. We're going to merge these pictures together and get a picture of what's going on. And we're also going to connect Daniel with the New Testament. Okay, scene two, we're going to turn to Daniel chapter seven, just two verses. Daniel 7, verse 13, I saw, and remember, this is a visual picture, very much like the book of Revelation. So that's why I'm saying, let's take a video on our smartphones just by way of trying to understand how these two passages fit together. I saw in the night visions, and behold, with the clouds of heaven, there came one like a son of man. Okay, the first shot you were on earth shooting up as you saw Jesus go in clouds up to heaven, okay? pause, and you know, just like on TV, you see the outside of a building, and then you have a picture of somebody walking down the inside halls of a building. Well, now you're looking in Daniel 7, taking a shot from a heavenly perspective, and here comes Jesus ascending in the same clouds you see, saw him go in in Acts chapter 1. And one like a son of man, and that was a favorite Uh, identifier, title that Jesus had for himself, the Son of Man. He came to the Ancient of Days, that's God the Father, and was presented before him. And to him was given dominion, that's a king's dominion, and glory and kingdom, that all peoples, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away, and his kingdom, one that shall not be destroyed. Hit the red button. End of the second shot of video, and that's pull this together. On Ascension Day, 40 days after the resurrection of Jesus, Acts chapter one, Jesus ascends into heaven in the clouds, Flip to Daniel 7 13 and 14, you see him continuing coming up into clouds. He's presented before God the Father, and at that point, he's given dominion and glory that all peoples, nations, and languages should serve him in a kingdom that shall not be destroyed. Now, if you turn on your TV to a uh, rapture oriented prophecy expert, he will tell you that this will take place in the distant future. Okay? that Christ will have his kingdom, but Christ came into his kingdom almost 2,000 years ago. That's why we pray the glorious mysteries of the rosary, that second mystery, the ascension. This is is an important deal. This is probably the most important date and day in the history of the world, the history of the kingdoms of the world and the nations of the world. I mean, if you celebrate July 4th, and it's a good thing to do, birthday of our nation, a thousand times more you should be celebrating and worshiping God on Ascension Day. Okay, now, there's two things with biblical prophecy. Because remember, we're in the throne room now. Christ has given the kingdom. This was 2000 years ago, not sometime in the future. That is just missing the most basic fact of Christian faith in the contemporary world. But there's an already and not yet aspect to biblical prophecy. the Jewish concept was history would go on, boom, it would end, and everything would then be fulfilled. And what we have is that Christ came the first coming and initiated the kingdom, and there's kind of like this mixture of these two kingdoms in conflict during human history, and then he comes at the end, and then all things will reach their final fulfillment. So already we have the kingdom, but not yet its fulfillment. Now, Who's sitting on the throne room of the universe? Well, of course, it's Jesus, right? But remember, there's a throne and there are thrones, both in Revelation, Daniel 7. In Revelation chapter 3 and verse 21, Jesus says, He who conquers, I will grant him to sit with me on my throne as I myself conquered and sat down with my father on his throne. This is the not yet. In the future, we will be seated with Christ in royal authority because the sovereign God has chosen to rule the universe through a divine council of those who are faithful, and he who has ears to hear what the Spirit says to the churches will be sitting with the Messiah in the age to come. But with biblical prophecies, there's an already Okay, we await the not yet, but there is the already. And if we turn to the book of Ephesians, we find that Jesus, in chapter 1, verses 20 and 21, is already enthroned in heaven and above all rule and authority. And then it says this, Ephesians 2, 4, 5, and 6, "'But God, who is rich in mercy, even when we were dead through our trespasses, made us alive with Christ.' By grace you have been saved and raised us up with him and made us sit with him in the heavenly places. The basic reality of you a faithful Christian at this moment in human history is that you are a participant in the divine council. That's the already. He's saved us, made us alive, And he's raised us up with him and made us sit with him in the heavenly places. This is particularly in prayer, of petition, and especially in the mass. This is exactly what's going on. I just listened to a lecture by an Old Testament scholar, and she was mentioning in Daniel 7.14, it says, to him was given the kingdom. But in Daniel 7.22, a little later in the chapter, time came when the saints received the kingdom. And Daniel 727 says, and the kingdom and the dominion and the greatness of the kingdom over the whole heaven shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High. Their kingdom shall be an everlasting kingdom. Do you realize what's going on in your life right now? Daniel will help us see that. I'm Steve Wood, your host, and you've been listening to episode 153 of Luke 21 Radio.